Welcome to the J.F. Harris Ministries podcast. Join us today as we explore God's Word. We hope this message encourages, inspires, and uplifts you. For more information about this podcast and other valuable resources, please visit us at redeemedassembly.com. Now let's join Dr. James F. Harris. We are talking about taking it by force. Someone once says that anything in life that's worth having means that you are going to have to take it. And so anything that you are going to attain, you got to take it. Can y'all say with me? Take it by force. Amen. Now, uh, sometimes the value of something is predicated on how difficult it was to obtain. See, if it was easy, it has no value. But because it was so difficult, it becomes valuable just because of the difficulty that was involved in obtaining the thing. So it then becomes very valuable. So John now is in prison because John was a radical preacher. John had preached the gospel so hard, I told you he, was real, he wasn't sick of friendly. He done preached against one of the leaders and told them about adultery, and John is thrown into jail. Now John is in jail, and while he's in jail, uh, Jesus come and doing all these miracles and stuff, and John is in jail. He wondered why Jesus didn't come to jail to see him. You know, you know, I'm in jail. He said, so he, he sends a couple of his disciples to, to Jesus and say, are you the Messiah or do I seek someone else? But how many of y'all know God got a way of answering you to make you come up to your own conclusion? He said, you go and you tell John that the blind see, the lame walk. The poor got the gospel preached unto them by without cost. And you let John come to the decision whether or not I'm he or not. Sometimes God don't always answer you with a nice smooth answer. He gives you enough facts so that you can come up to the conclusion on your own. I tell you, amen, I had to come to some conclusion on my own because sometimes when, uh, when, you, when you're seeking God and when you're going for God, you get to some time, you, you say, so I say, Lord, I thought you were going to be with me, but I, I, I can't feel you, I can't see you. The only thing I see is demon jumping out at me. And you want to ask the question, Lord, are you really with me? Or did I miss the past somewhere? And I went somewhere that you're not. Amen. But then he, he comes to us and let us know, you got to count up the cost yourself to find out whether or not, amen, I am with you or not. Because he don't always move. Tell your neighbor, say, he don't always move. Because sometimes he kind of set back and leave you to yourself so that you can come to some conclusion on your own. 
My God, I, there's been some time that it looked to me, everything I do, my hands flying up, I just feel the Holy Ghost all over me. And then there are other times when it seems as if I'm just going and going and going and I can't find God nowhere. Kind of, y'all have some them Job's days where you went forward and you couldn't find him. You went back and couldn't find him to the right and to the left and you couldn't find him. Amen. You want to say, God, where are you? But you keep right on pressing. The apostle Paul says, and when he was talking in the book of Philippians chapter number three, he said, one thing I do, he's taking it by force. He said, one thing I do, he said, I'm forgetting the things that are behind me and I'm pressing forth to those things that are before me. He said, I press. What you're talking about? I'm going to take this thing by force. I press. Amen. That I may obtain him. I got to know God. I got to know him in the uh, the power of his resurrection and I got to also know him in the fellowship of his suffering but you and I got to make a determination as to whether or not it's worth it or not amen is this trip worth it is it worth it amen to go through some of the stuff you go through just to go to heaven is it worth it because, amen, we find many who have started on this way, have started and turned back, amen. But you've got to count the cost yourself to find out whether or not it's worthy, it's worth your time, is it worth your effort? Is it worth it? Because if you say you want to know God, you're not going to know him on easy street. Because every now and then he'll let you be broke. So you can know he's been money in your pocket. Well, well, you're really not broke what it is. You just have a little cash flow problem. Amen. Because no child of God is ever broke. Tell your neighbor what I just said. No, no, we're not broke because we might have some cash flow problem. And the father might just hold it back a little bit to see whether or not we're going to keep right on pressing or not. But when, when, just before, amen, you get to the place that you're uh, going to lose something, the cash will show up. Except he wants you to lose it. Sometimes some stuff God wants you to lose because it's taking up too much of your time. So he'll just let you lose it. And then you got to consider, do I want to know him as a healer? You can't know God as a healer except you get what? Sick. Anybody got sick and now you know him as a healer? Sometimes you got to get sick to know him as a healer. And how many of you walk those friendless paths when it looked like your best friend turned their back on you so that you can know him as a friend that will stick closer than a brother? You don't know God by happenstance. You know him because you put forth an effort to know him. He says, amen, if you seek me with your whole heart, I will let you find me. But amen, we, we, we got to get away from this thing of thinking it's going to come and present itself on a platter to you. No, it's not going to come that way. 
is going to come because you put forth an effort and you want to know who God is. But he says until the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffers violent, but the violent ticket it by force. Now what we have to do is to find out once you know it's worth it, then you got to be willing to lay down your life for him. And now say it like the words of the song says, I'm trading my sorrow. Amen. Amen. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my pain. I laid them down for the joy of the Lord. How many of y'all done laid down something for the joy of the Lord? I want to say to you that are going forth. Amen. If you're not pressing now, get in the press. It's worth it. It's worth it. I done tried it, amen, and I know it's worth it. The apostle Paul looked and made a comparison one day. He looked at what he was going through, and then he looked at Jesus, and he said, I done lost everything for the sake of Christ. He said, but now let me tell you one thing. I kind it all but done that I may know him. How many of you? Is there anybody got a thirst for God? I want to know him more than the pages of my Bible. I want to know him more than just in a song. I want to know him down in the depths of my soul. I want to know that he's so close to me that though I go through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will know him. And David cried out and said, the Lord is my shepherd. But in honor for David to say the Lord is my shepherd, he felt like a sheep out there all by himself. His friend turned their backs on him. But David said he mixed me to lie down in green pastures. Sometimes when I don't feel like going through, how many of y'all had God and made you lay down? couldn't do nothing about it he made me to lay down in the passes I laid down beside still waters and then he restored my soul amen surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever but don't sit there don't let nobody fool you and to think you're going to get it without struggle. You're not going to get it by without struggle. If you want your healing, take it. If you want deliverance, take it. Why? It's been opened up to you. You can take it. Do you want to stay where you are or do you want a higher realm? If you want a higher round, take it. You want your family to come together? Don't wait till they get better. Take it. Staying up in the midst of them raising the devil and start saying while they are raising the devil, my house is in order. Take it by force. Stand on the word. Hold to the word and let God bless you.
Anybody been taking anything? You got to take it. Take it by force. You got to snatch it. The Bible said the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. If you really want it, take it. Don't sit back there like you mesmerize. No, stand up. Use your mouth and start talking. I was telling my girls the other day uh, that the Bible was talking about God coming through in our heart. Now, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is when you're going through something, the Holy Spirit will bring a word to you. It'll bring a word out of the scripture. That's why you ought to read through that Bible every year. It'll bring a word to you. Now, when it comes to you, uh, that term here, when it talks about a two-edged sword, it says the Greek word for that is mouthed, like you mouth something. You say something out of your mouth. So down in your spirit, the Holy Ghost mouthed it to you. Now, when it mouthed it to you, then the next thing you got to do is you mouth it. See, it was a one-edged sword when he mouthed it to you. But when you begin to mouth it, it becomes a two-edged sword. So when God tells you something in your spirit, don't wait until the thing manifests. You got to start talking about it. Broke, broke as a hand, but still mouth it. You shall be the head and not the tail. See, some of us has already gotten the answer. God told you in your spirit, you're going to be the head and not the tail, but you're trying to wait till you get your bank account straight. No, when checks are bouncing all over the place, you got a word down in your soul. Is there anybody, anybody got a word? Because when God is about to bring you up, he sends a word down in your spirit. Amen, he sends, amen. Then it becomes a rumor down on the end inside of you. I heard the writer said thy word was found and I did eat them and thy word become the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. So when God is ready to bless you he'll put a word in your spirit like he did Noah. God told Noah it's going to rain. It ain't never rain. But this is what Noah said. I'm going to build an ark. Why? It's going to rain. I'm going to take this thing by force. I'm going to say it. And he started talking about the rain. Until after a while, the rain came down. But he had never rained before. Let me tell you something. What it is that you want from God, that's why you want to stay close to him. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So what happened now is, God has put a word in your spirit. Anybody got a word in your spirit? Any? You got a word in your spirit. Now, have you taken the time to say that word? So when you get up in the morning, amen, you got to say that word. You got to say it even if your head don't believe it. You got to say it. And once you say the word, God brings that word into manifestation. You know the difference between the Old and the New Testament? They said it in the Old Testament. And then it came to pass in the New Testament. 
So God will tell you a word in your trouble and then you speak it for your deliverance. That's how you take it by force with the word. Amen. You got the same thing Abraham had. Abraham said, God, I'm going to give you a son. What did Abraham have? A word. God, I thank you. Oh, my God, my God. You have to wait the process of time. And time delivers. Some of us in here right now, your nine months is already up. Mm. Hallelujah. It's already up. God done spoke to you. You done been through pain. You done been through the wilding. But now the water is broke. You ought to already be rejoicing. You ought to already be giving God the praise. I haven't seen it yet. But the Lord made me a promise. And I'm going to take it by force. I believe the God I serve. That he's able. Oh. I wish I had a witness. Y'all waiting to see something. But honey, I ain't waiting to see nothing. I heard something. I heard. And the word of God came to me. And he spoke to me through his word. I heard something. I ain't seen nothing yet. But I heard the word of God. That said a word will not return into him void. But it will accomplish that which he please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I had a witness. Amen. That knew that whatever God said, he will do. When you pray, what God does is send you a word. And sometimes we don't got the word. But we're still waiting. But you got to pick that word up in your mouth. Say it in the morning. Say it in the evening. Say it in the midnight. When the devil come to you, speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word only. And your servant will live. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. If you got a word and you don't want nobody to hear it, because sometimes we're not sure about the word. If there ain't anybody got a word that you're sure about, a sure word is a nail in a sure place. I want you right now, if you don't want nobody to hear it, cup your hands over your ear and just say it so you can hear it because amen when you speak it it releases it into the atmosphere there's something about you that's just like God and God spoke said let there be light and there was Oh my God. And then Job says, You shall decree a thing. Oh my God. Somebody said, What you talking about? You just saying stuff. And they calling you crazy. 
But I ain't going to be crazy when you see my stuff coming into fruition. You got to say it. Speak it over your child. He might not be saved, but speak a word over him. Speak it over your finance. I don't have a raise on my job, but speak it over your finance. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it by force. Change your life right now. Cup that ear and the word of the Holy Ghost that I'm putting in your spirit. You ain't got a raise. But speak the word so you can hear it. Come on, speak it, speak it. Just speak it. I don't need to hear it. It ain't mine. But speak him. He's animosha. He speak to you all the time. Now, I, you know what I want you to do? If you believe it, shout amen. amen. The term amen means so be it. So be it. And they call him the amen. Jesus is the answer. So they call him the amen. So when you sing amen, you are literally praising God because he is the answer to your prayer. Can I get somebody to shout it again? Amen. amen. Shout it again. Amen. Shout it again. I've been, I've been talking all my life. You know, I talked in tongues for a while. But then after I learned how to speak the word, I've been speaking the word over my life. I spoke it over my wife when she was pregnant with our kids. I spoke it over the kids after they came into the world. I decreed it in Jesus name if I can do it you can do it is that all right stop wrestling and let the word do the work God have mercy and let the word do the work Lord have mercy what you gonna do I'm gonna speak the word and after I speak the word I'm gonna let the word do the work God, I thank you. Look, y'all don't think you can do it, do you? But uh, the centurion said, you don't have to come to my house. Speak the word only. And the Bible said, he sent his word. He didn't send Michael. He didn't send none of them guys. He sent his word and the word healed them. If you can speak the word, your word will give you the deliverance. Speak the word.